What's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 1196 of Ask Pat 2.0. And all this month, we're catching up with people who have been coached here before. And today, we're talking with Mark Savant, somebody who I remember specifically when we interviewed last time, it was all about positioning and messaging. And Mark has an agency where he helps people build their business online and help them in so many different ways. However, he was struggling a little bit with how to position that, how to stand out, how to create a USP or unique selling proposition. And I'll tell you, right in the front end of this episode, you're going to hear just the improvement in how he talks about what he does and all the discussions about, well, what's going to happen next and where do we go from here? He's offering so many great things, but how do we actually offer them all together because there's different levels. And he's just doing such an amazing job. He's progressing much faster than I did when I first started, and I'm so stoked because he's taking the information that he's learning from the last time he was on the show, and he put it into practice, and it's just worked out so well for him. So we're going to hopefully see the same thing again and maybe invite him on in the future, but I want you to sit back, relax, because this is Mark Savant, and you can find him right here wherever you're listening to this podcast at The After Hours Entrepreneur. That's the name of his podcast. One more time, The After Hours Entrepreneur, and here he is, Mark Savant, back with us on Ask Pat 2.0. Mark, welcome back to Ask Pat. Thanks for being here again. What's up, Pat? What's up, Team Flynn? How we doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Good because you were here because the last time we chatted, we got pretty deep, right? We talked about one of the most important things we as entrepreneurs can talk about, which is, well, our positioning. What are we bringing to the table that perhaps others can't? What's our superpower and how do we position it in a way that gets people excited, inspired, and moving? And uh, so I want to take us back to that call. We hung up. What were you thinking? What was going through your head after our conversation? Well, the first thing I thought was I need to reach out to Pat's team so I can listen to the replay because there were so many good nuggets. But for me, I think the big turning point was when we started talking about messaging. And that's kind of sent me on this kind of path of discovery because messaging is really everything. You know, you need to know who you're speaking to, the problem you solve, et cetera. And I had a big disconnect. I had a big disconnect in my business. Uh, and just to kind of catch people up to speed, I run a digital media agency and I help people create better content in less time. That's what I do, right? And at the time, my messaging across all the platforms was take your side hustle full time. There was a big disconnect in, in what we were doing there. And through the process of you asking great questions, I was able to kind of work through that, talk through that. And now I've got a much, I think, stronger value proposition. And I think you'll be pleased to know I've made more money in the last three months than I did the last three years. So pretty cool, man. Bro, I appreciate you. Congratulations, Mark. Dude. That's how important positioning is. And, and it's not just positioning for your audience, it's positioning for you so you can get confident in what you're offering. And I love what you said there, better content in less time. They're just, just like four words, five words, that just speak to every person who's creating content because we all don't have as much time as we want and we want to get better with our content. How long did it take you to get to there? I'm curious. Not too long because, you know, I was actually just listening back to our episode again, you know, before our discussion today. And there was a point where I was just kind of explaining what me and my business do. And then I took a little bit of cleaning up. I did some keyword research and, and then better content, less time, just it really stuck. And now I try to like drill that down with everyone I meet because people still are a little bit confused. Maybe they don't understand podcasting and YouTube and video and all that. Better content, less time. And, and that's kind of the way I think about myself, my personal brand, my business is anytime someone hears the name Mark Savant, I immediately want them to think better content, less time. I've actually evolved that even a little bit further here recently and added on another clause to, to kind of better explain what I do. And, and I help business owners create better content in less time 
and turn that attention into income, right? And so that's that's kind of what I've evolved it into a bit. Dude, yes, dude, that's super pro. That that gave me goosebumps hearing that. That's amazing. So when you share that message and you position it on your podcast, The After Hours Entrepreneur, everybody go and listen. How does that look like as far as what you're offering? What is what you're offering, your coaching, your program, like, and talk about your programs a little bit. How does that blend into the message and, and make it just an easy sell? I mean, you're making more money than you did before, which is, means it's working. We're trending in the right direction. And, and I'm glad you asked that because that was really the core of what I wanted to ask you today, which by the way, Pat, this is, it's really incredible that you're this open with your time and with your community to let people like me come on and learn from top 1% expert in the field. Much respect. Very much appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, what you're doing with Pokemon on YouTube is incredible too, by the way. I just want to give you a shout out for that. So <laughs> crushing it, crushing it. Thank you. I, I have no idea who's like following me on that. And I, I know I share it on my Instagram and stuff and people are curious. And it's just been a really fun, interesting experiment. And it's cool because there's a lot of actual crossover. I know it's like in a hobby and it's completely different, but a lot of those people who are finding me there are going like, is this what you do full time? No, you should check me out on SPI. And a lot of those people have become fans of SPI now. I've purchased my books. Um, a lot of YouTube creators who are in the Pokemon space have also gone, wow, like you came in out of nowhere and look at all you're doing. Like, teach me, show me. And that's been really neat too. And I think just showing up is a major part of the equation. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what my positioning is, I don't know what I should offer. Sometimes you just gotta show up and immerse yourself in a space to realize what's there. And that's exactly what I did there. So first of all, just thank you for that. But I'm, I'm curious to hear sort of what's coming uh, next for you. I guess there's three main things that I'm looking at being the, I guess the main revenue driver of the business, right? And of course I have other ancillary smaller, different forms of income, whether it's affiliate links and advertisement sponsorships, things like that. But the, really the bulk comes from one of three different places. It's either like a consultation slash coaching, right? Which we kind of talked about last time. It's it's a done by you, but I'm going to come in and I'm going to advise you. We're going to clear on your messaging, your systems, et cetera. The second is, is services. I've got a team. You want the full done for you. We activate the team and then we're going to start producing all of your content for you. And then third, which I, I actually just launched, and my team was pretty scared when, we, when I said I'm going to do this because it was kind of like, I decided in August, I'm going to open up a group workshop, paid group workshop, and I'm going to bring people into this workshop. And we launched that on September 1st. So within, a, within 30 days, we, we launched it. We didn't get a ton of people that joined in. We have four, four people, but they all seem to be really enjoying it. They're learning a lot. They're giving me feedback. So now we've really got these three main sources of revenue. I'm trying to decide, am I spreading myself too thin? Am I diluting my focus in different areas? Or is it good to continue to diversify? Because you know the problem with consultations and services is it can be feast or famine. And I'm wondering if, and that was kind of my goal there was, you know, let's create kind of this buffer consistent, whether it's something like you're doing with your community, which is, you know, a flat fee monthly, you get total access, or if it's like a workshop type of challenge type of offering, I, I'm not hundred percent sure where to go there. Tell me about the workshop. A little bit. I'm, I'm curious in terms of how that's structured. Is it like certain number of weeks that you're together with them and, and working them through something or how, how does that work exactly? Because this is the first like group workshop, paid group workshop I've done. Part of my goal was, you know, let's just dive in and let's learn how to swim, right? Let's figure it out. The way that this workshop is structured is create better content in less time. Go figure, right? Come in full circle, create better content in less time. And it's a six week workshop with four live interactive style Zoom group calls where I take the group members, the students through really the way that I look at content 
creation. And it, and it starts with clarity. It moves around to your planning, to your actual, all your production editing. Then it, then it goes into the posting, the engaging, then back up to clarity. Because now that you know more about who you serve, you can refine your clarity and your messaging, right? So it's six weeks. So we got four people in, each one is you know paying money. So that's, that's obviously it's good. But I'm wondering like maybe six weeks is just too much for people to, to chew on right? Like, you know, would it be, you know, I'm kind of thinking like, maybe it's better if I just do like one week and, and not necessarily the whole gamut of content creation, but something simple, like rebrand your podcast one week. Or like you were saying, I was talking to someone last night on clubhouse, we we're talking about circle and implementing some sort of membership style program as well. Like you've been successful with. So I'm, I'm just kind of fleshing that out and figuring out what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that you are experimenting is huge because that's how you know whether or not this is going to work or not. I think what's going to give you a good North Star is going to be at the end of the six-week program to ask, okay, how did this work out for you? How did it feel? Did it feel overwhelming? We've done some, we call them boot camps, but those are our version of cohort-based courses. And always at the end, that's the most important part because that's how you figure out whether or not this worked or not. It's working in terms of selling, because you're, you're getting people to come in and then you can scale it up from there and you have testimonials coming in. So it's going to be easier and easier in terms of, well, is this actually providing the value that we want? Is it where we want to head? If you imagine yourself like a year from now and you're still running the same program, how does that feel? Does that feel good? Does that feel not good? Does it feel too much? Now, based on the feedback that you're getting, you can combine your and your team's effort and their sort of response to go, okay, that was great, let's do it again, or let's tweak it, or yeah, they're saying it was too long, or I know some people who have run cohort-based situations too, and their feedback was, they just want more group interaction. So they did the same amount of time, they just switched how things were learned and did 20 minutes of lecturing, and then an hour and a half of, you get into groups now in Zoom, and you get in your little bundles of people, and you learn from each other now, and everybody's just loving that. So it's going to evolve over time. But as far as like the three things that you have there, the three things make sense to me. They don't compete with each other in a way that would self-sabotage, but they're also perfect offerings for people who maybe are at different stages or who prefer to learn in a different way or like with the middle stage here, which is the done for you. I like the done by you, but we'll teach you, done for you, and then kind of like done together. Like let's do this together, right? Is, is a sort of group coaching positioning. And I, and I really love that. That was kind of the thought process too behind the group because you can bring it almost like a top of funnel, right? And I know that's a, an important concept when it comes to growing a business is are people actually willing to pay you money? You know, because the first dollar is the hardest to get from someone. So I was thinking maybe I can get them into like the group at a, at a much lower rate. I can help more people there. And then maybe one or two of those people decide, you know what, maybe I need one-on-one. -on -one. And then maybe, you know, if we keep scaling it, they can go into the services side. So that was kind of the the rationale there. But, you know, as every business owner knows, do I want to take on one more task and spread myself too thin? Right. And, and that's where this comes in, in terms of the conversation, which is, are you doing 100% of each of these things? Or do you have systems in place so that when you have a person coming in on the service side of things, they fill out, for example, a gravity form or a type form that gives you all the information you need to just do one essentially orientation call with them and your team, and then everything else is handed off. Like you have a OBM or an online business manager or an integrator who is now the liaison and you, you're done. You can do that with the group coaching stuff too. I, mean, I know this is the first time around, so you want to do it, but you could find a coach that can do this for you. In fact, with our boot camp, our latest boot camp, our latest power up podcasting boot camp, we had over 50 people join. 
and, and there was no expectation that I was teaching. Like we were very clear with that. The whole thing is running on its own with Jay and Tony and known on the team. Like that for me was very difficult because that's my podcasting course. And now somebody else is like working with a group of people to learn that. And I had to let go. And this was an experiment for me. And again, this is just another reiteration of just, okay, let's try it this way to see how it is. Because if I was involved with that and something else and something else, I'm going to be spread thin and I ha I'd have no time for Pokemon anymore. I'm just kind of kidding. But it's proven to be actually so valuable because my team is all in on, on those people that they feel like they're getting not just Pat and Pat only, they're getting extensions of Pat and more versions of Pat and different viewpoints. So you could potentially hand off all these things if you wanted to and get, you could get to that point. And I don't know if that's been something that's on your mind. I mean, we think of people like Dave Ramsey, right, who is a single person, but he has thousands of people who've gone through Dave Ramsey's training to qualify and are certified to teach Financial Peace University to all these other people on his behalf. And that's how he's able to scale. So it is possible to remove yourself from this too. The big question is, are these three things helping people? And they are. And what do you want to do? Like what, if we could fast forward and you're doing, Mark, exactly what you want to do, what are you doing? That's one of the, the difficult parts about growing an agency style business. But yeah, I mean, the, the goal eventually is you know, I don't want to just sit on a beach drinking margaritas all day. I had an interesting question I asked my community the other day was, would you be happier with no responsibilities? Because that's kind of the dream of, of being a business owner. You know, I just want to sit on a beach, but I don't think anyone's going to be happy with no responsibilities. I think if you're not progressing, you're regressing. But that's the challenge of being, of doing these consultations, traveling to meet clients, doing consultations is that's, that's really you. I really like that idea though, that you mentioned is bringing on people that are trusted. You see Sean Cannell over at Think Media doing this, bringing on Heather and, and the rest of the squad over there, kind of a similar thought. You know, and I guess the other, the other thing that I was thinking is digital courses kind of have this bad name, but I, I do think that, you know, the more people you help, the better understanding you have of them and of, of your clientele, the better understanding you have of the the offers that you have, then you can build a course off of that. Cause I don't want to be one of those people that builds some massive course, takes a lot of time and then just nobody buys it. You know, your group coaching stuff could become a course. You have already proven that people want this information and perhaps it's more asynchronous in terms of how they absorb that information in a digital course. I mean, this podcasting bootcamp that I did is essentially the same as my digital course just with some people to help them along. And we sell both now. We have both. And, and we could go one way or the other because actually half of the people who came on this cohort were people who bought the course who were like, I don't, I need some help. I, need, I can't do it on my own. Cool, you can upgrade. And there's people who bought the cohort because and, and didn't buy the course because they're like, they already know that they just don't learn that way. And there are some, some people who buy the course because they don't want the help. They can do it on their own. And that's just means there's a lot of options for you, which is really cool. So you could prove this course that you have already with the cohort of students you have currently. I'm, I'm curious, Pat, how long is that course? So if I sign up for the group training, real life training, how long do you how long does that go for? That's actually an eight week course. There's a lot and we, we go slowly to keep people caught up, right? Because there's a lot of things, at least in the world of podcasting, right? Where you got to get the equipment. Okay, well, then you have to wait a couple of days. You go and get your artwork commissioned uh, and then you got to wait a couple of days. So, so there is room for that and we're always building and helping and supporting. Whether or not this is too long for your students is going to be up to them and their feedback and the results they're getting, right? And, you know, I think six weeks, in some cases can feel very long. 
in some cases, six weeks can feel very short. It depends on the results and what they're getting. Well, and it depends on how engaged they are in the process. Because I, I spread out all these meetings two weeks so that you, we could have the discussion. I can send you various worksheets and checklists and making sure that you're like, to your point, that you're keeping up. The issue I think is that, and I don't want to throw the students under the bus because they're freaking awesome, but you know, I'm, I'm putting together these, these worksheets and things, and, and I just don't know that they're actually doing them. I'll get a message the day before and say, oh, you know, I didn't do all the checklists. I just wonder if it's maybe just too much to bite off. Like, it's, I really like what you, you say, it's power of podcasting. You know, we're going to teach podcasting, but I'm trying to teach all the branding, all the recording, all the messaging, all the planning, all the engagement. It just feels like it's maybe just too much to chew off. And, and so that's kind of why I was thinking about, to your point, getting that feedback from the people that are in the course. Yeah, the feedback would definitely be helpful, but also on the homework thing. Yeah, that can be a struggle sometimes. People have lives and they have things going on. It could be very difficult, especially for a long period of time. But we are very, very strict with our homework policies. You must turn it in on Sunday here on Slack or in Circle, actually, uh, in our academy. And we set that tone right from the get-go. And we set that tone even as we're selling, that this is like an intense thing that we want you to commit to because that's really what's going to get you the results. And yes, it shies some people away, but the people who are in there are definitely people who are going to be working. But you know, with the gamut of things that you're teaching, you're right. You could potentially experiment with just taking a piece of that and teaching on that. And that might be your next step. If you feel like maybe this was too much and you want to try, okay, well, I'm just going to do a two-week thing on one particular topic and I'm going to find people who only need help with that, you might find that that's going to be a lot easier and maybe even though it might be a lower cost, you're going to make up for that because you're going to get more people and then have a digital course version of that. I've seen people who've done this before, like they start with a big course and they break it down and it sells much easier, right? It's, it's, it reminds me of the story of somebody who invented a bug spray that killed all bugs and they ended up selling it at a hardware store. Nobody bought it because people don't have an all bug problem. People have an ant problem. So they buy the ant killer. They have a roach problem. So they buy the roach killer, right? What ended up happening, going back to digital, somebody who did the same thing, broke their courses up, they sold them all and they ended up packaging all of them together again and selling that as an all-in-one package bundle deal. So they ha almost had to like break it down to then show the value of what it was when it was all put together again. It was just really interesting how just the psychology of money and selling and positioning, it's just goes back to our first conversation that we had uh, a while back. Yeah, it's, it's everything. It's everything. And I host a, a pretty popular clubhouse room and we get, it's all about podcasting, how to grow your podcast, the name of the room. And people ask all these things like, where should I share it? How do I get people from social media? It's like you said, it's all about messaging. I do want to ask you though about Circle because this is something I've been been really interested in. I know that you're you're on their board or, or, or something of that nature, but I am. I again, I, I feel like I need to have a place for my community to live, and especially when it comes to delivering content to the the group, getting the group involved, turning in homework, getting them communicating together. One of the cool things I've heard about Circle is that you can have like a free paywall. You can give different access to different tiers of group members, right? Can you kind of break down, maybe I don't want you to give away all your secrets, but can you kind of break down a little bit how you've kind of structured that for, for you and your community and, and for your classmates or class students? Yeah, we have two different circles, essentially. Uh, we have a circle for 
our SPI Pro Premium Community, which is specifically being sold to entrepreneurs who have a business. We don't allow people who don't have a business in, and it's a premium monthly slash annual payment for those high-level entrepreneurs to come in and network. There's no content additional in there other than people's posts. There are events. There are networking events. There are special guests who come in. There are challenges and all that kind of stuff. That's actually its own thing. Like that's its own almost entity, if you will. We also have a second circle or a second account, if you will, which is called SPI Academy. And SPI Academy is our free space, our free circle where people can come in for free as a student. They get access to this and they can find the course that they're in and find other people who are in courses with them. And that's more of the you know, it's not necessarily what I'd recommend for you. What I recommend for you would be potentially a single circle where certain parts, certain spaces, right? Like in the Slack community, how there's like a, the hashtags on the left-hand side are different channels. You can create different spaces in Circle. So you can have a space for just general announcements. You can have a space for your cohort. You can have a space where all of your people who are signed up for the agency are, and they can only get access to the ones that you let them have access to. Some of them can be free. Some of them can be paid and they can see the paid ones there. That's the difference between what I have. They don't see SPI Pro in the academy. They're separate. But you can have them all live in the same area. They just can't get access to it until they join the membership or they join the course or, or what have you. And I kind of like that because then it shows people, wow, there's a place for me to up level to. There's a place where there's conversation happening right now that if you're on the outside, you're like, oh, I wonder what's going on in there. I want to see what's happening. We purposefully don't have SPI Pro in there because we definitely wanted it to be its own thing, although there is crossover and cross-selling. But but yeah, you can set it up in that way, which is really neat. And the nice thing about Circle is it's your community. You can develop it in any which way you want, have your own set of rules in there. You can customize it. And it's so much better than a person's experience on Facebook and on LinkedIn. It's just separate from that. And people find their own people and they love it for it. So happy to answer any questions on that. I am on the board and it's one of my favorite products. It's just, it's just been an incredible, incredible experience to use. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been in your community. I've tried, you know, it's, it's, it's on my radar because you're right. Facebook groups, I, I think are very easy to get set up. They're free, you know, which is great, but there's just so much distraction on Facebook and it doesn't feel like a great place to, to grow a community. Yes. That's great. I guess my, the other problem I've been having or question I'd have is, is regarding payments. You you can process all your payments through Circle, right? Because I was getting payments through PayPal, you know, a few months ago, but they're like, these guys are just taking, they're taking all my money. They're taking all my hard-earned money, you know? And so then I started using Venmo. You know, Venmo is great, but it doesn't do international. So I'm just trying to, wondering if, if you could give me your backstage pass. And what Circle just announced their paywall. Because for a while, when we got on, it was just the community platform. You had to tag on a third-party situation to actually accept payments and then make some crazy Zapier connections and all this stuff. So we, we took a chance with them because it wasn't really like out-of-the-box ready back when we started it, but we knew it would be, and it has become that. And so now you can just go through Circle and accept payments. I mean, every single payment gateway is going to take something. But you mentioned PayPal. That's like, you know, one of the worst. And, you know, there's other places where they just, it's just like, wow, I don't have any left for me and what I want to do anymore. But Circle has paywall now. They are also including live video within the community now for a while. You could have integrated YouTube or integrate Wistia and other things. And they still have that. Loom is great integration as well. But now they're going to have baked in live video as a part of it. It's just becoming, it's going to be huge. Like it's only been up for a year. It's going to be huge. And I think it's going to change a lot of people's businesses because I think community or at least 
people who are customers of yours being able to connect with each other and hear from you in a more social like fashion is is the future of business. I mean, we kind of turned this into an ad for for Circle, but I'm I'm glad we talked about it because it's We did, didn't we? I very much I very like listen, it's serious. You know, I'm trying to build a business here and Circle seems like honestly, it seems like I've used it. I've tried it. It seems like a great solution. I have I have one more question for you, Pat. I'm planning out events for next year. What are a couple must attend events for digital marketers next year? Is FlynnCon back on? Like what's where where are some places I need to be next year? Uh, rest in peace, FlynnCon. FlynnCon is not coming back. It's canceled for now. Uh, it's just we've had to with with the pandemic and everything. I'm not going to get into it, but it's we've had to cancel that. But there are some great events. Traffic and conversion is a great one to go to. I actually just spoke at it this year. It happens in San Diego. If you come to town, let me know. We'll hang out, grab a meal or something together, Mark. And that's for anybody actually. So traffic and conversion summit. There's also the Social Media Marketing World Conference, which also happens in San Diego. That's coming back. That's coming back this year. It's been delayed. The Financial Blogger Conference, although it's niched toward finance, there's a lot of just internet marketing stuff that happens in general there. It's become much bigger than just stuff for the finance industry. Yeah, I miss them. I'm going to start sending out speaking applications pretty soon here because great place to connect. Well, I really appreciate you, Pat. You were the man. Oh, you're the man. Thank you so much. One more time, where could people go and find you and listen to you? Find Mark Savant Media all over the web. YouTube, Instagram, Clubhouse, Mark Savant Media, the podcast After Hours Entrepreneur. Hopefully I'll be talking to you again and we'll be talking about massive growth from today's episode. It's been a blast, brother. That's right. We'll have to come back and talk about that growth the next time you come on the show soon. Guaranteed, brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. I hope you enjoyed that catch up with Mark. As you can tell, big strides moving forward and a lot bigger decisions to make. Of course, what got you here won't get you there. You're going to have to unlock new uncomfort zones, not comfort zones, but you have to unlock new uncomfort zones in order to grow. And I loved the discussion about how to sort of manage all the different pieces and and how they fit together and what the group coaching, the group course and cohort type stuff might be like. And I'm so excited to see what Mark does with this. So well done, Mark. Way to progress. And I'm so looking forward to seeing you progress even more. I'm so proud of you and so stoked for you. Again, make sure to check out his podcast, The After Hours Entrepreneur. And of course, MarkSavantMedia.com, S-A-V-A-N-T, MarkSavantMedia.com. Media.com. Thank you for listening all the way through. I appreciate you. Make sure you head over to askpat.com so you can check out the rest of the episodes there. You can find the ones that make sense for you for where you're at in terms of what to learn about. And you could potentially apply to come on the show as well and get coached by me. And then maybe one day we'll do an episode together here. And then I'll invite you back and we'll do another Where Are They Now episode and hopefully you'll progress. And that's the whole idea here. I want you to take action on the things you're listening to, whether you get to come back or even on the show to begin with. Hopefully you're taking action. You could hear what happens when you do. So thank you, Mark. Thank you. And I look forward to serving you next week. We have another amazing Where Are They Now episode coming and a great conversation with somebody who was just a joy to talk to the first time. And wow, it was even better the second time. So make sure to look forward to that. Hit subscribe. I'll see you then. Until then, peace out. Take care. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session.
Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.